when Kevin sets up a transition ahead of time that good, you know. Like you know it's going to hit. You know. When it doesn't even <laughs> You land, know it's going to be seamless. It doesn't land. Speaking of land. Uh, boom. <laughs> oh, shit. Kevin, what's up, buddy? What's up, Alex? How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. Your voice actually sounds pretty good. I know. I uh, yeah. you've traded in your voice for uh, a black eye. Yeah, yeah talk de- to us I about your ailments. I definitely traded in the voice for a black eye. Well, um, um, cats out of the bag. Yeah, cats out of the bag. I was in Buffalo this weekend. Uh, only thing I'll say about the game is we dominated that ass. <laughs> we're, smoking, we're smoking that Bills pack. Oh my god! Um, right into the game. But oh. I mean, Buffalo's awesome. All those people were great, except for like you know, two or three okay. behind me. Um, so, so I need to set up the story: is that Kevin? If you listen to the pod last week, he had no voice because he was at the Bills game or the Bengals game, and um, he was actually no, he was at a bar and he was screaming so loud that he lost his voice on one play. Yeah, and then this week went to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, game in buffalo it was actually the Bengals game okay it was a Bengals game in buffalo and we were concerned that kevin was going to have even less of a voice on this week's podcast so much so that we brought in pete freeman pete yeah, freeman, yeah just just for the voice because we were like you'd be mute yeah just because pete um was was potentially here to save uh in kevin's absence kind of an understudy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. and so kevin is back his voice is fine but he got punched in the face at the game <laughs> Yeah, and um, so can can you see out of that eye? Yeah, yeah. Can we get one more visual? Yeah, it's can not we, anything. Can we crazy. see it? Can we wow. see it? Wow. Yeah, it's a shiner. It's yeah. a proper shiner yeah. from a right-handed individual. Yeah, most of the damage came from my glasses being pushed into my eye. Mm, right, um, right. So I don't even want to, you know, give it any credit for a nice punch because it was a sucker punch, if you will. So first and foremost, a statement. I almost texted you because it was such a beatdown. The Bengals absolutely destroyed the Bills. And I knew it was over. Did you see that clip of Joe Burrow throwing in the snow and then he does like a 360? As soon as I saw that clip, I was like, this game is over. There's not, they, they, they shouldn't even play the game. This is, and so they came out and dominated. And I came very close to texting. I thought through this and I was like, I need to text Kevin and tell him to be nice to Bills fans because this game was absolutely a massacre and it was an embarrassment to the Bills. And I was like, Kevin's going to go around. Running, I mean, if you mouth. told them, it would have fallen on deaf ears. Listen, yeah, you knew yeah, that. yeah. You and knew I knew that, that. Bills fans were down. You're already, and, you're already creating a little false narrative about okay, me. Okay, yes. If you've, if you've ever been in a game with me, I'm, yes. I talk a lot of shit, but I'm amicable. I'm shaking people's hands. Yeah. I'm befriending the people next to me. I'm like being a good sport, but I'm cheering for my team to win. Wait, but you started this whole phrase by saying you talk shit. Yeah. Okay, that's, got it. That's no, the just make experience. Just make a cheer. I'm no, cheer- totally. I'm, dude, I, I'm, I I'm, I'm in the stadium. I'm cheering my ass off. I'm yelling for my boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you uh, if you saw the game, you you would hear a lot of the Bengals. We traveled really well to Buffalo. There were a lot of us in there. We packed the house. I did that's hear sick. during the game a pretty substantial amount of fans rooting for the Bengals. Yeah, on was, the broadcast, which yeah, is which is really sick. no. We were yeah. loud as fuck. Who day? We came through. Yeah, absolutely. And. The entire game, I was, you know, tip. I was doing the classic. I was just yelling "Who day?" Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, when we scored, mm-hmm. I'd be, you go "Who day?" Mm-hmm. Classic, yeah, yeah. Who day? Thank God, beat them Bengals. Nobody. That's pretty so we, sick. We do that. We yeah, do that. Totally. Um, which is, you know, for us. Talk to us about your surroundings. Yeah. Bengals to Bills ratio in your. I mean, 10 there feet were radius. there were. We were sitting next to two Bengals fans. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. We had a couple two rows up. We had a couple one row up, like you know, to the side of us. Like there were. It was like a good even spread. I'm so, let me set this up though. Like <laughs> I'm doing the classic ones, and yeah. then we're really tapping that ass on uh, when we're on offense. So I'm just yelling, "When are you going to stop us?" Because oh, they didn't God. stop us the entire game. If anyone's seen any cable television in the past month, they've okay. uh, they've seen the uh, the Whopper ad. It goes. Whopper, 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 single, double, triple, whopper. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Flame broiled taste with all the toppers. You know, finishes at BK. Have it your way. You rule. It's, um, kind it's of co- circulated into the meme sphere. Yeah, we haven't so, talked about it a ton on the podcast, but it is it's, one of those. It's pretty fresh. Yeah, because like last week, it was like uh, footage of like teams, you know, getting their ass kicked, facing the hands, you know, going through it. And then, like, that song is on. And it's just, like, hilarious. Like There's something about a good jingle, too, like, in a commercial. Yeah. It's, that, the great, like, it's the next great American jingle. Yeah, it is. It, it has, you know, when I first heard it, I was like, man, this is, it caught me off guard because it is very, like, low-fi. It's right, just, like, right. a guy in a microphone. And it's, like, 
it catches you off guard, and then it's one of those things where if you watch NFL playoffs, they play those play the same commercials over and over and over, like the um, one for Verizon with yeah, uh, yeah. what's his name? Dude, they just keep playing them. They yeah, have like yeah. three jingles, but it's all yeah. the same. But to get back to the moment, yeah, if I'm, I'm a Bills fan and I'm in your 10 foot radius, yeah, I imagine you are singing the, singing this. I am singing the Whopper song. Fairly consistently. Yeah, last week Burger King reached out and they said, you know, can we get you in the stadium? <laughs> yeah. Can we get you singing this jingle? We we need some brand presence while you know at a at the live sporting event. I said, so you, you just, know, BK, you're coming to the right guy. Like, yeah, you, you're doing a paid sponsorship for the Bills fans around, and I'm sure they accepted it. With I consider myself the Burger King. Yes. And, uh, you know, come to the right guy. So, yeah. you know, I was just holding up my contractual obligations to Burger King. Okay. And, so and I think some McDonald's haters were sitting around me. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Is that why he decided to throw a punch? Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's fast forward to the punch part because I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to understand. I'm that. almost there. I'm okay. almost there. Right. It's coming out of the end of the game. Like, obviously, we're feeling good. Like, it was a I'm, blowout. Yeah. There was no, no we, end of the game. Like was, I said earlier, we tapped that ass. <laughs> we're winning. I'm having a good time. I don't know. May, I'm definitely being a little bit of an asshole. Like that's <laughs> what you get when you win in a sports game. You're like, yeah. like thanks for admitting. You have some allowance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm like a fucking angel over here. Like I maybe had it coming slightly, <laughs> but like, sure. We we didn't think you were. <laughs> Fourth quarter, we get an interception that basically ends the game. I'm yelling "Hude," and then this guy behind us, like behind to the right, starts getting personal with it. Like he's starting to say some heinous shit. Like what? Like what? What is he yeah, what's he I, saying? I'm not going to, re- I can't repeat what he said, but he started getting real disrespectful. Mm. And then Sheesh. I'm like kind of ignoring him. Personal attacks? Yeah. Okay. He started getting personal. And okay. then to you yes. or your, yes. Cause you were with the to, lady. To me, you were with the lady. So here, here's the thing. He starts saying all the shit. And then Arden turns around and is like, yo, like shut up, like stop talking. Like, Mm. Stop! You don't don't escalate this. He yells at me. He's like, "Hey, are you really gonna let your bitch sit up here and talk for you?" Uh, and so I turn oof, around. I'm like, "What the oof, fuck did you just say?" Yo, like, we're at a football yo, game. Like, chill. Yo. And then it gets a little <laughs> hazy in there. Things start going a little fast. I did not initiate any physical violence. I was turning back to you know enjoy the victory. He's behind you. So yeah. He's got the high ground. Yeah, he's got the high ground. Oh, okay. And true. then I just like. Were you looking at him when he punched you? I was turning. I was turning back to view the game. Again. God, it's a Got little bit it. of a, suck, a sucker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Huh, so huh. sucker punches me. Mm, um, what happens next? You swing back? No, absolutely not. I'm trying to stay and watch the fucking game. I'm not getting kicked out and banned from the stadium. Like, Got it. This is the fourth And quarter. also, like, I'm not fighting at a football game. Like, that's dumb. Yeah, that's yeah, dumb yeah. as fuck. So he swings at me, knocks my glasses off. I pick my glasses up, and like, you know, people are like kind of shook in the section because they're like, we don't want this to escalate. Yeah, yeah. And then. So he punches me, and then I just like start going off. I, I don't know what I was saying. I think mm. maybe I was saying, singing the Whopper song. <laughs> um, and it goes back. Like I got go like back to the back to the song? jingle. Yeah, That's I got to let him know that he didn't get me. Damn, and you have to hold up your obligations to the national conglomerate. These Bills fans are like in my face, like what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I didn't punch anybody. Like mm, I didn't yeah. do shit here. Like mm. this so you're is, saying this is your boy. I mean, obviously they all took the side of the Bills fan. Who yeah, you're in. Punch you in the face. It's a golden rule of sports, uh, Pete. If you're in a stadium and you're someone is um, wearing an opposing jersey in that you, stadium, you can't. No, ever. everyone in the yeah. the crowd is on the side of the Bills. Whatever fans. heinous act, whatever is happening, is there. <laughs> Your compatriot could have done. Yeah, everyone is going to boo Kevin. Perfect. To be yeah, like, get perfect. him out of here. Yeah, fuck yeah, this guy. Totally. Because totally. especially, you also have to recognize that like this team has been like one of the best teams in football, and they are absolutely being embarrassed on the field. So Kevin is representing not only, you know, Kevin, but he's also representing the fact that like their season's over, yeah. their their team is embarrassed. Kevin's singing the WAP while song. also representing Burger King. <laughs> <as> <laughs> sponsorship. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot there. At the any good story in my life, it's uh, you know, circulate, circulates around branding, good yes, good yeah. branding, yeah, totally. Yeah. Football, yeah. and memes. And yeah, this yeah. is kind of just where I you know, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to take a little ownership. I, I was going maybe a little too hard. Like, yeah, I, you don't say I live mm. fast mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I'll admit when, you know, mm. I maybe uh, I, I found the limit. I, yeah. I, I always find the limit. Um, <laughs> homeboy, take, homeboy, take one little step past it. Homeboy behind yeah, yeah, yeah. me, step past the limit. I don't feel like you talk to a, uh, anybody like the way you talk to Arden. Certainly not. Certainly yeah. I mean, not. listen, once so, you bring in the lady, I think it, it becomes a bit of a tricky situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To finish it off, like security comes, they're like, I heard you were causing problems. I was like, no, I actually just got punched in the face. I'm not causing problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm watching the game. Have you seen that new Whopper yeah. commercial? <laughs> and then we win, you know, it's all great. And then yeah. like on the way out, like, I mean, I'm shaking hands. Like I, 
I, I shake hands. Like that's what I do. Like oh, with the opposing yeah. fans. Yeah. I, I'm good saying, game. I, I respect that. Yeah, respect. yeah. I'm saying good game, Bills. Like yeah, you guys yeah, did good. No, they one didn't. Your, one your Put her there. One mm. one one bad apple doesn't sour the whole Buffalo experience. Yeah, everybody was very nice except mm. for those people. And okay, dude, you came away with a couple em. scars and uh, honestly look incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so last week uh, lost a voice. This week, uh, you know, down an eye and. Uh, Next week we're gonna stay at home. We're gonna watch this game. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm watching at Clara's in Bushwick. Okay, if anyone, wants to, if Bushwick. anyone wants to come join, I'll be at Clara's in Bushwick. Got it. Right. Come okay. say hey. Well, wow. listen. I think I'm excited for you guys because um, I do see us another Super Bowl. Um, you know, in the Bengals' future. I, be very I, sick. I think again, this was exciting last year. I jumped on the bandwagon. Um, I'm back on the bandwagon. Who are they? Um, um, Everybody's welcome on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I'm inviting every single one of you who listens. I'm, I'm yeah. an anti-Mahomes guy. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge Mahomes fan. And then the Eagles absolutely torched my Giants. So I ha- so, so now um, I'm now full on uh, Houdé Nation. Yeah, so. that was that was a little bit of a whopper. Yeah, I mean, listen, it was. Uh, I told you this all year. The Giants are not good. They made the playoffs by beating a bunch of bad teams, and then they had to play a really good team, and uh, they were it was over in the first drive. So yeah, it was tough. Um, it, was tough. it was tough. But um, the, the the fans uh, of the podcast are here. To I'm gonna hear cut. Us talk I'm gonna about, cut that down a little bit. Um, no, it's great. All I, mean, I can say is we're just glad you're back, at least in one piece. Yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, shaking hands, who day? And and yeah. and and again, what a delight yes, was. You know, Kevin's voice is intact. Maybe totally. he, his eye is is bruised. Um, his soul seems to be fine. You know, he's uh, you know still the same Kevin. Yeah. Um, and now we just get plus Pete Freeman. Yeah. yeah. So what did you learn? You can still get in physical contact and come yeah. to work, and you're fine. I will say, Respect. Kevin came in, or at least on Instagram, was as proud of uh, the the you know the punch as he was of losing his voice. So I mean, we're uh, you know <laughs> to be Kevin, expected. Yeah, yeah. I ate that shit like some buffalo wings. Okay. Um, oh. Wow. And uh, those buffalo wings look pretty good. Oh, they were crazy. Yeah. From Wing Nuts, which is yeah. apparently the best place to get yeah, buffalo best wings. Place. Um, no, yeah, I mean, listen, That's Kevin, great. I'm not here to take the other person's side, but here, listen, sitting behind you at that game for three and a half hours, one could imagine where in hour three, they, when the game is going that way, you could arguably understand, not to resort to physical violence. I'm not saying the physical violence is ever the right move. You got to be um, you know, more have more class than that. But patience was tested. But patience, I would imagine, in hour three of that beatdown on the field, and then you doing the whopper jingle, is got to be a recipe for a little bit of uh, you know anger inside. Listen, I mean, I think, yeah, you know, you know uh, I'm gonna take a little accountability for my actions. <laughs> I went a little too hard. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be the first one to say. Wow, it. it's very mature. I would yeah. like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely fucking no one. <laughs> That guy was tested, though. You, he you was can, tested. You, you could see he it. failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He failed. For sure. Well, for sure. Well, well, Kevin, yeah. I'm glad you're okay. Well, you I'm found glad. the line, and uh, we count on you for that. Yeah, Thank Kevin. You. I always find the line. And to be honest, Respect, um, brother. listen, it's a, it's a great story, um, no matter what happens uh, Absolutely. from here on out. Um, but we have a podcast to do, and we have some big stories this week. And, you know, Kevin. These are good ones. Yesterday, I was not feeling so great. So I... Um, stayed Same. home from work and I was, uh, you know, working from home a little bit. And then, you know, I was able to try to tune out a little bit and, you know, watch some docs about, you know, sort of volcanoes that erupt on islands oh, and people, sure. you know, get burned, you know, that kind of shit I'm into. Yeah. Pete knows. Yeah. Outdoorsman type stuff. And then I was also able to sort of do a little bit of tracking of the, uh, the internet. Ooh. You know, I was, I was, I was a little online mm-hmm. because, you know, as I am at one to be addicted to my phone, hard to, take that thing and put it away fully. And uh, there was a big story emerging on the internet. It was the number one world trending topic on Twitter. And it is a story we've been tracking on this podcast for 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 months, uh, maybe even years. And it was from the good people at M&Ms. And so this is why we podcast. Um, it is to talk about the stories that are going on in the world of branding. A brand is the number one trending topic for maybe something that is um, one of the most 2023 things to happen in branding. I mean, it was we we called it the story of the year last year on the Fronties. Yeah, it won the Fronties. It won the Fronties wow. for like we won we put fronties. it. Yeah, it was for rebranded the year, but it was like I think we called it the story of the year, which was the that's the biggest Frontie there is. Yeah, the wokeification wow. of the M and M spokes candies wow. last year. Wow, and so then this year. They came out with, um, uh, we talked about on the show, it was a sort of an uh, all-female M&M package supporting International Women's Day. And I think that got some people sort of riled up again. 
because mm-hmm. they introduced a new M&M that's purple that sort of is for inclusivity and she she was um, a bit thicker so mm-hmm. it was for body positivity mm-hmm. and i think this 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 only got the same right wing crowd ang- like as angry as they were when they took the the sexy shoes off of the green M&M last year so it just kind of brought up the same anger right right and frustration what did Tucker have to say about it? Um, he said that the um, the the M M&M was obese or something, and he said that the green M M&M M was a lesbian or something. Uh, you know? geez, so, t- so t- the Tucker Carlson, I think this has become a, a particularly uh, favorite story of Tucker's because mm-hmm. I think he knows that like well, yeah, personally it, make, it goes crazy. Like, it goes crazy. Go crazy for like, sure. Idiot, for sure. Idiots like us talking about his yeah. Books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and so crazy. reliable. I, so, but here's something that happened yesterday, and why everyone's talking about it today. M M&M M put out a statement on the future of the spokes candies mm-hmm. and it's just one brown box in the new typeface designed by jones and richie Respect. with all the spokes candies at the bottom and it's a bit of a notes app message mm-hmm. and it says america let's talk from right there you know it's 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 we, we, this is gonna be ugly. this is gonna be ser- we we gotta talk as a nation and M&M's, you know, is the company to, to have this conversation. Totally. Yeah. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved Spokes Candies. Also have to pause there. Spokes Candies is laugh out loud funny. <laughs> the fact that, like, there's Spokes people and Spokes Candies. And, like, that's that's something that is... is it's, it's they just, just remark on so casually. It's just, just like, oh, you know. Oh, we're not... We're talking about Spokes Candies. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, we weren't, well, quote, we weren't sure if anyone would even notice. Which is fair. I don't know. Like, the changes they made were subtle. But they did tell people about them. Mm-hmm. So, and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet. Which, to be fair, I think they're earnest about that. Like, I don't think they realized or thought that these changes were going to make such a wave. That footwear mm-hmm. yeah. in the green M&M would really yeah. cause this many waves. Such I mean, a ruckus. Such but, a ruckus. But, but now we get it. So they, they, they understand okay. what's going on. Even a candy shoes can be polarizing. Mm-hmm. So they're recognizing the green M&M's footwear change is, uh, was, is sort of what caused this yeah. big commotion yeah. which was the last thing m&ms wanted since we're all about bringing people together bring it which back is to the brand story brand strategy you can tell someone piped in someone yeah. at corporate was like hey, 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 hey. Put yeah it, put and it in the so thing. yeah i mean listen it's a master class on, this, on uh, strategic <laughs> writing right yeah this is again stuff. this is this is Fantastic. all great no, I, love it. I love it therefore we have decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies which is you know the big announcement in their place, we are proud to introduce a spokesperson America can agree on, the beloved Maya Rudolph. So I find it hilarious that this is now Maya Rudolph's fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, they, they just, just shoveled gave, it onto her. Yeah, they just gave her a burning house. It's like, good luck, Maya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This our, is fine. Our, yeah. our nation has never be been fine. more divided. But one person can bring us together, Maya Rudolph. Only yeah. one person. Yeah. yeah. Now, more than ever, our country is divided. Yeah. Only one person can save us. So we are confident Miss Rudolph will champion the power of fun to create a world where everyone feels they belong. Love the power of fun. M&M's. Wow. We're so, back to the brand story. Yes. She's not getting paid enough. Hold yeah. up, though. First things first. Is this a bit? So I think that becomes the big question. Is question. this an earnest statement about the future of the spokes candies? If so, it is tone deaf and a bit you know um misguided i think it's earnest and in in its intent to actually you know i don't think they wanted any of this sort of drama and smoke they didn't want tucker carlson to be talking about them they didn't want to to make this a politicized thing and is this you know and is this an earnest decision to move away from the spokescandies or is this a preemptive very intelligent very smart setup for a super bowl commercial where the spoke yeah. candies are at the center. If we learned anything from the last story of them uh, doing the long burn for International Women's Day, yeah, they've got the they've got for they are thinking ahead. So for sure, a quick yeah. look at the calendar would tell you that it, it's like yes. too perfectly timed. Yes, it too is much. Three weeks before the Super Bowl, and and they have a spot in the in, in yeah. the game. And shout out for them for being <laughs> nimble. Like uh, you know, they didn't. I'm sure they didn't think that the woke candy was going to circulate on you know mm-hmm. the, how it did. Yeah, no, so. for sure. But uh, there is a curiosity, like. I doubt that a lot of people at Eminem Corporate are really thinking that way. So they probably hired some true. true oh no, they got some heavy hitters, dude. Eminem's like the yeah. Mars is like the fucking megacorp, dude. Yeah, I know, but I think you know, I'm I'm just saying, 
I don't think they're the why, most tapped in. Why K could be and, involved in this, I'm or saying, who knows? I'm yeah. saying they probably have some powerhouse agency, whether mm-hmm. it's a That's YN or a sort of a, you know anomaly or someone that like mm-hmm. understands the cultural tension of this. This is not like a weak old thing. This has been going on for a year. They've got people wearing black turtlenecks that are yeah. giving them some advice, whispering some stuff in their ear. Yeah. The question is, I know it. How do they land this plane? Because I think mm-hmm. if they come into the Super Bowl and they sort of take the piss of this whole thing. And they kind of bring in the green M&M and they kind of like they, they find a way to like smartly kind of like tap into the cultural conversation and 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 capitalize on it. I think then it's a it's genius. Like it's 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 creative. It's smart. It's like leveraging culture. If they are earnest about sort of moving away from them and then like Maya Rudolph is there to try to like do a song and dance that like pretends like the spokes candy conversation isn't a thing. I think then that's the wrong way to do it. Yeah, Maya is the sacrificial lamb. Yeah. It's not going to work. No. Here's, here, let me call my shot. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen, Kev? Live action M&M spokes candies. Wow. By none and of Maya them. Rudolph is dressed Rudolph, up yeah. as one of them. Is yes. she the green one? Which one would she be? <sighs> that's tough. Um, I mean, I guess she would have to be the green one. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. they'd roll her out as the purple mm-hmm. one, but... Um, well, <laughs> we always say. talk about this when it comes into... Tucker would have words. <laughs> here's what I'll say. How how much of a wink and a nod do they do they give to the conversation? If they here's here's what I would want to see, and you know time will tell how much courage they have. I would say lean all the way in. Like to me, like this is a cultural conversation happening around your brand. You didn't really ask for it, but it's happening. And in the same way, like Snickers when they did the like the, the veins remain, like they kind of leaned all the way in and they were just like, let's ride with this thing. And they, I That's think great. in the end they came out looking. Like winners, yeah. yeah. I think if they lean into the controversy here, I think they it it will and acknowledge it and maybe kind of like make fun of it a little bit, like do some like kind of like you know sort of classic like everyone's making fun of us, so like we make fun of ourselves type thing. Yeah. I think if they lean in, it's the right approach. I think if they earnestly try to like divert away from the controversy, I think it's a missed opportunity. I think this is just a weird start, like this definite pause is a weird way to start a wink and a nod. That's what makes me think it's earnest. Honestly, I, yeah. I'm afraid it might be because That's like, what I'm saying. You're, you're not, you know, saying some character disappeared or, you know, a spokes candy got, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's not, it's, there's like not you're enough. not doing the casual bit. Like they're no. being kind of serious. Yeah. Could it be makes, trouble. It yeah. does feel like a PR agency could was be actually trouble. behind it and not in like a cool, this no. is funny. Like not like the creative team wrote a funny strategy for the, yeah. like an actual like PR, like, litigation nightmare sort of like um you know sort of uh you know um damage control but i will say if they double back from this legend i think that's what i kind of hope <laughs> don't know how happen. they're gonna do it but i, I don't think it's what's gonna happen though i think <laughs> i think the internet is saying that, like they're saying this is just a setup like a setup for a slam dunk on the commercial for the super bowl which i do think they're, they're gonna have some connection the question is like are they gonna lean in there's I, just some homies at corporate that are terrified that all the uh Right-wing members of America are never going to buy an M&M ever again. Damn. Well, that's what they are saying too. on Twitter. They're like, you know, they're this is they're they're be do- burning their Nikes type thing. No, it is. They're saying like their M&Ms is finally doing what's you know they're you know they're they know that they're losing the right-wing crowd, and so they're sort yeah. of like you know they're 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 cutting their losses. Like people were actually calling for people to not buy M&Ms. Begs the question: Are there any recipes with like burnt M&Ms that could be kind of a <laughs> Right wing thing that they're gonna try. I don't know. I mean, listen. The fact that, and again, this is so what's so weird about our country and how divided everyone is. It's like M and M has become this sort of like, like lightning rod for a controversy. And I, I mean, they didn't. I don't think they earn. I don't think they ever anticipated that. Well, really. yeah. Like we said the other week, it's like mm-hmm. hot take. We support women. Like what the fuck? Why are people getting mad about that? Yeah, <laughs> but insane. but they were saying it's you know it's woke. For supporting women. Um, really quickly, because I have to do so, this. Uh, speaking of lightning rods, we need to move on to our next topic. Oh, which is, perfect. Um, which is for uh, a new identity. He's for, good. For a brand called Bolt, done mm-hmm. by the design studio Koto, which um, if you're not familiar with them, check out their work. Pretty sick. Stuff. We're a fan. Good stuff. And so, speak, you know, this has also been a hot button issue. Mm-hmm. The M&M's one we've been talking about for a while. This is the next chapter in it. I'm is, excited to see how it plays out. Is Tucker talking about this logo? Tucker's not talking about this logo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But design Twitter most definitely is. Yeah. 
And, you know, I love design Twitter. I don't play an active role in it. Sometimes I, I dip in and out and I yeah. kind of, you know, I like to, to get involved, but I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a daily participant, but I will say this, this one has been on my feed and mm-hmm. I will say Twitter has a new algorithm, um, where it has a for you oh, yeah, yeah. Pay channel yeah. and it has a following channel similar Got to TikTok it. Oh, okay. where it's like, it's, it's curating my page a little bit more than it used to. Okay. And it's curating design stories, which I'm actually not mad at. It's pretty sick. I need because to because I, it's kind of giving me stories that aren't people I follow, but are certainly talking about things I care about. Yeah, me too, but different. Yeah. So this was po- very much populated in my page, which was the Bullet rebrand. Mm-hmm. So it came out last week, I think after we potted. It just was the logo. I think Koto put out, they put out two things. They put out an animation of the bolt word mark, which has a lightning bolt in the letters. And then this sort of like, sort of roundup of all the brand assets, which Mm kind of reminds me of an Apple keynote slide is the best way to describe it. And I think it's actually really cool. It kind of shows like the brand system at a, at at a glance. It kind of reminds me Pete of our summary slides at the end of our sort of uh, deck that we present. You got stuff popping out of frame. Yeah. Great colors. Makes it easier for us to analyze and talk about. Yeah. It's it's kind of a one cheater of a brand system, which I got to say, I'm calling my shot here. I could see more of these coming in the future. Like I think more brand systems will kind of do like one sheets like this to show off their brand system. Who's got the time. But it just looks good, though. It shows off everything in a really concise, concise way. Um, I think those two pages were enough to sh- like get the internet excited mm-hmm. um, about this brand system, which I think arguably looks really great. But the main thing that I think people got excited about was this Bolt logo mm-hmm. and the fact mm-hmm. that the lightning bolt was in the middle of the element. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? So, Hey, bro, in, you ever heard of FedEx? Yeah. So in the middle of the Bolt logo is a word, word the word Bolt actually has negative space that makes a, a bolt, a lightning bolt in the letters Bro, between what? the L and the T. Shocking, dude. Let me enhance this. Yeah. So, oh my God, you're right. So That's lit. Holy shit. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> lit indeed. Wow, it is lit. Um, so I think the first, uh. I think the first wave of, of, of response was, wow, this is really pretty special. Yeah. And yeah. I think because of the FedEx logo, people have a hard on Dude. For negative space in graphic design, nothing they hits always like have. the turgidity of a bunch of designers talking about negative space and yes. how it connects with the name of something. Correct. Yes, I, I think a lot of people are getting mad. Of, am I correct? Me if I'm wrong. Yes, because this is like the obvious solution. We all we all have logos on our fucking artboards yeah. that look exactly like this. We've oh, all sure. we've all wanted to do this at some point. Oh, for sure. Well, this is why, and doubt. then that's where the the sort of. Um, uh, the b- backlash, this the second mm-hmm. wave of, of of sort of criticism comes in. I think the first one was positive, like wow, this is pretty sick. This could be a timeless, iconic logo. It was a positive charge. It was a positive charge, and then nice. I think the second wave was like, wait a minute, this has been done before. Right, people type in on Dribble, yes, lightning bolt, looking for lightning bolt in logos. Totally. In my brain, it's funny. Like Alan Peters is a designer that I've known for a long time. I'm pretty confident he's done logos like like with a lightning yeah, bolt I mean, inside of it. Yeah, I mean, it's not shocking. And so I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of something Alan has done before. And so I'm not shocked to think, there's literally a woman with a bolt on the back of her sweatshirt right there. Um, Mystic. I'm not shocked that this is something that someone could go dig up on the internet. No, for sure. And so they have a couple of logos. One is from Buzzer, and then which has a bolt, lightning bolt between the Zs. And then a couple other ones that have started to emerge that are sort of like Volt TV has one that's an actually between the L and the T. Which and, I Googled one time. I don't even think that's real. Yeah. I don't even think that exists. But yeah. So there are obviously lots of these on the internet. Yeah. A lot of them find. seem like dribble case studies, though. Yeah. And oh, I don't think of any of them are iconic brands. The buzzer one is one that's out in the world that like is pretty like it's an actual logo that people are using. But here's and here's so here's my thought on it. One, it's not the most original idea on the planet, but also it works really well. And I think it's okay. Like, I think it's, I think it's okay to take, like, it's no, they didn't invent the space in between words. 
Like that's been a trope of design no. for a really long time. And the reality is, if they didn't do that, yeah, all the comments would be like, "Well, you missed the opportunity. Yeah, yeah of get course. the uh, you know the lightning bolt in there. What were you thinking? I it's think like you can't go right. But also, like most of the internet is full of design. Internet is full of fire logos, lightning bolt logos, and yeah. suns. Yeah, that's at least takes ninety percent. Yeah, and then the rest are talking about M and M's. Yeah, they tapped into a trope that like. Is well is known amongst every designer that like has ever designed anything is like what you know can we sneak something into the negative space? For sure. We actually did a logo rebrand for BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. and we put a lightning bolt in between the Z's we in totally BuzzFeed. Did. It was sick. So like it's something that like we've done. Before. Oh, for sure. And like raise your hand if you haven't typed in the name of the company and then like Looked. an icon and then see what came up. Yeah, it's like the light bulb like, going on above your head. A uh, real estate house logo. Like, you know, you got to get a little inspiration in there. Yeah. You know, it's pretty much the, you know, one the of, font of logos. One of the things I saw that was the most <laughs> damning evidence, you know, against like why people should just like shut up and not really care was that if you literally type in Bolt logo into Google within the first like 20 images is a logo with the Bolt in between an L and a T from like vector stock. Yeah. That's of like course. a freshman year of college type assignment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like. Yes, Kodo like is tapping into something. They didn't originate it. That's fair. We can all say they it's not like the most original thing, but they did a great job with it. They didn't yeah. intentionally steal it from someone else. They just like they 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 tapped into a sort of cliche of design and made it great. And that's why people are like having any beef with this because it's it it is really good. Yeah, they're plugged in and they killed that shit. And if a designer from Vector Easy comes up and says they designed it, you're like, come through, come up. Yeah. It's it's hard to put your hand up. Say you designed it. (laughs) This is a call. Yeah. It's hard to claim ownership (laughs) over that. You know what I mean? No, no ownership. Yeah, but they killed it and that whole system's fucking electric too. Yeah. It it goes so hard. The type is great. I I really love the art direction of the photography. Oh yeah. Like the sort of like um sort of fisheye lens thing Mm -hmm. where things are popping out of the page it just that feels- mountain bike's gotten me got me feeling some type of way yeah yeah the way no. it's popping off the, the page like that. that yeah Oof, so i think this is a classic situation where it's like we can't have nice things no hoes no. mad and like hoes mad hoes are mad and like i think the initial reaction is right which is like it's a great logo let's appreciate it i think designers will always break out the sort of like 2012 uh, i did this for a project and uh you know uh they probably saw it it's like they they probably didn't they didn't go after your logo and think wow we can rip this off like they just were working on the project and saw probably an opportunity to fucking put a great little lane bolt's bolt. gonna be fine you remember the thing with airbnb where someone found that exact same logo and logo modernism and now no one cares no one even talks about it no, no it's one true even cares yeah like you're you're gonna live on nothing's gonna change you're gonna be fine yeah i think it'll be fine i think it'll you know i think they're not gonna change i think it's no. just like one of those things that's you know kind of fodder for design twitter and sure. we have to talk about it which i think i think we all are on the same page which is like we're on the side of the agency and oh yeah because like, yeah, i i don't sure. think anything malicious was was done here i think no. it was just you know, again, sometimes in the same way, like comedy, like a lot of comedians sometimes have a similar thought on a, on a joke. And it's like, they're, you know, some people steal jokes, but some people just like came to a similar conclusion on an idea because it was a funny thought. Yeah. In the same way, it's totally. like a logo for the word bolt that has a bolt in it is not that like original of a thought. Like no. m- multiple people can have that same yeah. thought. And the more impressive thing is how they fuse it to the system. Wow, Kevin, that is dang, damn, damn, yes. Kevin. Yes, right. Yes. Where they bolted some of the letters and like, yeah, they the animation feels fast and cool. It's like, yeah, Kevin's right. This shit got me charged up. He's juiced, Jeff. Kevin's right. You know, I don't, you know what, Kevin? You know, we don't always give Kevin enough credit for his design criticism. He's right. You know what? It's not just about the logo; it's about the system. Yeah, I think I got a concussion. That's why I'm speaking yeah. facts. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Also, like the buzzer brand system. Like, yeah, maybe they have a logo inside of the word buzzer, but like, is the rest of the system as good as the Kodo one? It probably isn't. Probably not. Um, speaking well, of hoes being mad, Kevin, we're gonna move on to our next topic. Let's go. I wrote. Um, I wrote that transition. Yeah. <laughs> so sick. Yeah. Take credit where credit is due. So, um, yeah. and uh, the story is about uh, Kim Kardashian. So, mm. Kim. Kardashian is a lightning bolt uh, for, for 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 attention and for anger, and I think she kind of sets the tone for people being mad. She literally cannot do anything without people getting upset about it, right? And so this week it was beyond obvious that people are going to get mad that she did a lecture at the Harvard Business School 
for a class called HBS Moving Beyond D to C. And so the class assignment was to learn about scams, her brand. Mm -hmm. And so her partner, Jens, who follows us on Instagram, shout out to Jens, um, and uh, Kim spoke about their marketing, their challenges, and their greatest wins. And so she... um, let people know about this by posting on her Instagram. I don't know how many followers she has. I imagine it's over a hundred million, um, but it's it's Love it's over. definitely a lot. Um, she has well, she's definitely fitted for the occasion. Three hundred and forty-two million followers. So she posted on the gram a picture of her fully fitted for the occasion, oh. like pinstripe suit. Leather gloves. The black gloves, yeah. Yeah, she just looks like an absolute boss in front of the Harvard Business School sign. And then one photo of her like in um, her like limousine or whatever, mm-hmm. wearing a Harvard Business School She got School some merch. Hat. She got some merch. She went to the bookstore. And she took a class photo with the team. And so people got totally out of line upset about this. Hmm. Which makes no fucking sense. Listen, I'm a number one Kardashian hater. Not for this. Kim's like the most brilliant branding mind this generation's seen. <laughs> Again, maybe that gives her a little bit too much credit, but I, I think don't know if I'm going to jump on that. But yeah, yeah, I feel like maybe sure. that's a bit of a stretch, but I will say people saying like Harvard should be ashamed. And if like I paid my tuition, I would be like appalled. Like, I think your, your anger yeah, is Yeah, you got to chill. Yeah, well, so you, you obviously chill. don't know anyone who goes to Harvard because yes. they are probably so thrilled about this. That's probably the only day they went to class. <laughs> so like, I mean, I'd be fucking stoked if I got to hear Kim Kardashian speak. Yeah. Well, for sure. Uh, shout out to Emmett Chine, a uh, fr- friend of the studio. He was also a speaker in this class. Very not, sick. N- not the same Sharing day, the same but, like, stage. He's at on, least, you know, it's the most attention this, uh, this uh, class has gotten in a lo- quite a long time. Yeah, so sometime sure. I'll, sometime I'll be, uh, yeah. speaking up there. So, yeah. So See you there, brother. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're on the line, Harvard business school. We're waiting and ready to be, um, sort of, uh, to give our, you class. know who to call. It's you know who to call, but, yeah, people saying Harvard Business School is desperate for speakers, saying them themselves. I hate to pay that tuition to only get her as a speaker. Do better, Harvard. Um, schooled them on what? Using the word literally after every sentence. Literally. Like just, just literally going so far out of pocket. I saw people talking about her sort of like sex tape and like how she was born into wealth. And the only reason she was you know ever famous is because she has a scripted reality show and um, because of like she has no talent, and I have to say this, and I I don't know if I said this on the program. The whole Kim Kardashian has no talent thing is so fucking bullshit to me. Like she has a talent; it's called being fucking famous and being really really good at it and getting attention for her family every single month. She's been in the news for twenty years. Yeah. Like yeah. she is the queen of making people talk about her. She's the queen of making people pay attention to her. And I would argue in terms of branding, that's one of the most valuable things you Absolutely. could do it's is to get people to pay attention to you and your brand. And she is a fucking mastermind at that. It's a talent and a curse. She has literally built a billion dollar brand around Skims. Skims is unarguably a great brand. Oh, for sure. And she has every right to talk about D to C. If she if she only was famous for the for the like you know the show and like like an app or some shit, I would say maybe it doesn't really make a ton of sense. She mm. literally has a billion dollar D to C brand, right? That right. she is using as a case study for this class, a business class about D to Z. So it's like I don't understand why you could possibly get upset at King Kardashian. She does have a talent. She's incredibly beautiful. She's incredibly interesting. She's incredibly like dynamic and and brings like she's inserted herself into the cultural conversation again every month in some different way for the last 20 fucking years since she got famous. Yeah, they're the American royal family. They they, are. they weren't given that. Pay your they respects. fucking took it. Yeah. Like they weren't. They didn't inherit the uh, royal status that some motherfuckers in England did. Yeah. They went out and fucking made it for themselves. And like, like it or not, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of them, but like, yeah. you know, real recognize real. They, Kim's 
Kim's fucking smart. It's just a lazy. It's just a lazy argument to say that like she's talentless. I think she has. Yeah. Also, she's super smart. She obviously knows what the fuck she's Isn't doing. Is she getting her fucking like law degree right yeah, now? Yeah. Yeah. She's. Uh, she's uh, sort of. Yeah. She's also part she, of what makes people smart is hiring the right people for the right job. And I think she's done that all along the way. Yeah. Totally. She's yeah. hired great people to make great product. The Skims product is beloved by people. Like they, yeah. the actual product of it is not I mean, shit. Yeah. The branding of it is incredible in terms of all the design. For sure. And then no one's I, saying she's like a ground up. You know. No. Did it all herself. She, she's not. No one's saying she bootstrapped. Yeah. Yeah, we will draw the line at self-made because yeah, sometimes yeah. they get that. Like Kylie gets a we self-made don't have to, yeah, billionaire. We don't have to do that. That's, that's where I think I have true. to draw the line and be like, that's okay. yeah, your parents were rich. Yeah, and you yeah, were, yeah. you know, they were, they were, you know, Kardashian lawyer, and they were, they were famous at birth. Doesn't mean you have nothing to learn from. But them, again, how many, how many nepotism babies do nothing and like no, do, don't build billion-dollar companies? All of them, like. There are nepotism babies that have billion-dollar companies, but to say that be only because she had a sex tape, do you know how many people have sex tapes and don't have billion-dollar brands? Like Yeah, me. Yeah, like all of them. So it's like, I don't think you can, I don't think it's fair to say she had a sex tape and then all of a sudden Skims is, is you know, is, 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 <laughs> there's no way, it totally justifies and gives, it takes all the credit for that. I think that's bullshit. And I think you're just trying to take down a, a woman who obviously is, knows what the fuck she's doing and is, very, very successful and very smart. Wow, you know what they say. Well, I was mad. I think, and I think what's very cool about this whole story is that the n- very next post, right? So this, this, all this drama was two days ago. She comes in two days later with a Valentine's Day campaign for Skims, and it has fucking Lucia and Sophia from White Lotus, the actresses in Skims for Valentine's Day, breakout stars and real life best friends together for Skims in an ad. And again, that's just proving my point even further. Finger Everyone's on favorite. the fucking pulse. Exactly. For sure. For sure. Do you know how many other brands could have done that or gotten them? Of course, any brand with that money could have done that. But you know what? She's fucking smart. She's like, yo, these people are culturally relevant. She's fucking got her finger on the pulse. She's like, I want them for skims. And boom. Me. Well played. It's Kim. fucking well played. And I just think the, the, that's irony, a <laughs> the irony of these two posts right next to each other is like, I don't know if she's that smart to be like, well, everyone's going to get mad at the Harvard thing, and then I'm going to hit him with the Valentine's Day thing. But it just shows, like, this is not her first brilliant Skims yeah. campaign. She's had a lot of great marketing and great campaigns over the years. She, she She's been wearing that suit. She's been crushing it. Not her first rodeo. And so put some respect on her fucking name. And uh, yeah, I, to be honest, I wish, I'd love to see the class. Yeah, you'll see probably her walking around campus on the reality show. But I imagine, like, the actual keynote presentation that she did yeah yeah hbs is probably gonna want to monetize that can we circle back to her instagram though because yeah some of those some of those poses are just fucking iconic and like she 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 knows she's doing like oh yeah she's uh she's trolling a little bit herself there well she knows people are gonna be mad but also like here's the thing why would like why wouldn't she take a picture like this outside if i'm giving a talk at harvard business school you damn right I'm taking a fucking photo in front of the fucking You wearing uh, black gloves? I, I don't know if I'm wearing black gloves, but I'm coming in. I mean, it's it's Cambridge in the winter. Like I, it's probably cold. I mean, listen, she's a fashionable, you know, woman. She's got stylists. You don't think she's coming in looking fucking dope? <laughs> you know, like come on, ask yourself. If you're giving a lecture, you're not going to come fitted out? No, I don't know. I'm going to have lapels, baby. Yeah, she looks fucking great. <laughs> Pinstripes and lapels. So, shout out to Kim. I think she fucking played this whole thing masterfully and I think she's again, this is her talent. This is her talent: is getting attention and leveraging it, and putting and putting content out there, and getting people to talk. And you know, she got people talking on on fucking Monday. Boom, she's got people talking on fucking Wednesday. Yeah, what, she what, got us talking. Yeah, Press and what's she gonna do next week? Probably something different. What she got next. Yeah, and hey. she, she's just keep going, and she'll keep cruising. Hey, this is a you know early candidate for a fronty next year. She's, yeah, she's put herself in very good position for yeah. next year's award show. Yeah. So uh, the White Lotus stars, um, we should probably say their names. It's uh, Simona Tabasco, which is a fire last name, and Beatrice Grano. They are not just Lucia and Sophia. They are, they are people. And so, yeah, I mean, listen, again, the White Lotus, the thing is like everyone on planet Earth is watching White Lotus, and she fucking taps in. It's brilliant. It's smart. Well it's good marketing. And I don't care who you ask. Like the world's best marketers and the fucking, you know, and again, Harvard Business School, like, that's a fucking, that's, that's, you know, that's having your finger on the fucking pulse and doing shit that you know the internet is going to be like, that, you know, you know how much press that probably is? Yeah. Probably in 
people and you know every fucking news publication all around the Drop world is like top. white lotus stars in scams campaign kim k free fucking ads kim k to goat no cap so give her the fucking credit um cool um moving on we got one more story two more stories um and so this week has been fucking um you know it's just been a wealth and so that's why it's mm. great to have pete freeman here cup oh, runneth over geez. this week cup runneth cup over. over those three stories m&m's fucking bolt and uh kim kardashian pop fucking pop pop pop, pop. Um, this is this would be a top story on on many on many weeks though. Mm-hmm. This is a fat tire redesign from Land, and this comes from Dialline.com and to the Dialline Award Show. The regular registration, I believe, just ended, but you can pay a little bit more and be late, just like us. Um, so <laughs> Fat Tire is a notable beer brand. It's been sort of uh, around for a number of years, um, and it's a craft beer that. I don't know where it originates. I want to say Chicago. I want to say like Illinois. Mm. I thought it was like Belgium. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure where Fat Tire, this is where the research department has let me down. Um, uh, Fat Tire beer. Is it from Belgium? I no, think it's, I think you're thinking it's New Belgium oh, Brewery. Yes, it's but it's, new uh, it's American. Belgium. It's American what happened to the old Belgium? Brewery? It's 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 from Fort Collins, Colorado. So oh, it is American. My, my people, my yeah. Colorado people. Yeah, Pete, your people. Um, and yes, they're also famous for making Newcastle beer, right? Isn't that the same company, Newcastle? And I think, or is that different? I think that one, it might be British. We're talking New Belgium. New Belgium, Newcastle. I'm getting it mixed up. Yeah, I know. But Fat Tire Tire is a brand that's been around for a while. Um, I think it was maybe sort of in the early craft beer wave, kind of a bit of a player. Sure. I think it's lost a bit of its juice as the craft beer movement has kind of like gone explosive and beyond sort of fat tire as like an interesting brand or unique sort of uh, design. And so they brought in land, uh, the Austin based design studio. We have a lot of uh, affection and uh, sort of uh, love for their work. They've done Madre Mezcal. Mm -hmm. They've done Stumptown, Stumptown coffee, which, and, and many other really great design systems. Heaters, heaters across the great package of design. Yeah. Really? They have a distinct style. Very much. Um, if you go to hotels in Austin, um, oh, they, they did old pal, yeah. They they did, they old, did pal old pal cannabis. Everyone seems to have sort of taken their design style and run with it, for sure. Which is again because of how great it is. And so they brought in Land to redesign Fat Tire, and it has a completely new look. And as with the sort of new look, is that also has an entirely new beer, which has a new recipe, lighter, crisper, and a lower ABV. This story got a lot of press because I think it's quite a big revolution of a design rebrand. It is feels quite um it feels quite like a a real rebrand. Like it yeah. it, it it is a very much a overhaul of the brand. Well, I think it always comes from the product. They totally changed their product, so it's not an amber anymore. I don't think people drink ambers anymore as part of the reason. I think it's IPAs or nothing. I pay as her loggers. Dude, straight up. Yeah. So I think that's part of the reason it gives them license to do whatever the hell they wanted. Mm. And the fact they went with land is, you know, respectable. Yes. Again, everyone rips off land, so it's tough. When you see something land related, you're like, is this actually them or is it not? Yes. And then I, when it is, you're like, nice. I'm glad they actually hired the the influence. <laughs> you're like, sweet, sweet. Happy to hear that. Happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it looks cool. I'm down with it. I mean, I don't know. Would I be proud to bring it around a barbecue with the proverbial gentleman? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I think from a design perspective on the can, it definitely taps into sort of some of that like retro Miller Lite kind yeah. of like white can, circular oval front, gold design. Like I think to your point, like it does feel like it fits into more of a sort of modern aesthetic of beer, mm-hmm. which I think is what they were probably looking to do. I think the box looks particularly cool to me. Oh, yeah, that and, blue is nice. And the blue is nice. Here's my one criticism of it. It doesn't. They've made a bunch of changes. Like yeah. the blue is now is no longer sort of the navy blue. It's more of a bright blue. They kind of lost the blue red color band. They only they they lost the serif. The only thing that remained is the bicycle, right in the middle of the packaging. Looking at the sort of before and after, and I think again, this is just me speaking as someone who sort of has drank a decent amount of fat tire in their life. I don't see the old fat tire in the new fat tire. I think they made like a couple too many tweaks away from where they were 
for me to feel like this is like still the same brand. And not to say that like that wasn't a conscious decision, yeah. but for me, I think when doing a sort of rebrand, I think there were some iconic assets, whether it's the color band or the colors or the, for sure. and I think they've kind of like made a couple too many tweaks where it just kind of feels like a totally new beer, which, yeah. but that's the crazy thing. It is. Yeah. yeah. If it you is. picked up the new one, it won't taste at all the same. So it's baller. So I mean, why I'll call say, it fat tire? Though. I know. Honestly, at that point, it's Keep true. equity. It's a good name. Yeah. It's a good logo. People I mean, I think bikes. it's, yeah, people love bikes. I think it's safe to assume that Fat Tire has probably not been performing um, yeah. to the standard that they are comp or are used to, and yeah. that's why they're rolling out the new beer. That's why they ditched most of their like equity is because they're kind of probably trying to start from the ground up a little bit. And yeah. honestly, we'll see how it does because on the side of design purveyors, I hope that more brands come in and they want to take bigger risks with their brands because that's way more fun. Yeah, you almost you step away from maybe some of the things that people think they know about your beer or your brand, and you step away from that, and now you you're on this like new modern nostalgic looking beer that looks fucking awesome. And, and like, all I'm, I'm gonna is, pick, I'm gonna just pick a it way up. more fun brief. You know, yeah, I'm I gonna like pick that. it up at least once. Yeah, it do, it, it, look, it definitely like I think it's gonna perform better. I think it feels. I hope more, so. It's hope more so. interesting. It's better designed. Like, there's no argument there. Like, yeah, I'm not talking necessarily about the design of it because I do think the design's great. But just like, like the business risk of totally losing all equity. I'm just talking about sort of yeah, like it's gonna be interesting. To see. It's like a it's like as a branding sort of conversation. It's like yeah, it 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 doesn't retain much of its iconic assets yeah. at all, other than the name, and so. I obviously I'm not telling them or saying anything that they they're not aware of. I just it does feel like a very conscious decision to completely shift away and I do think it, I mean it's worth discussing like land style is so imitated that it is it it has become a bit of a sort of situation where the beer category and the liquor category have started to move that way because of how successful and pervasive that style is always imitated never duplicated yeah i say yeah. they say she a dime i say she's underrated wow wow damn he's damn. he'd be spitting bars no no no. yeah I, th I think it's just a question in the entire like beer shelf like these days a true craft brewery that's actually like mm -hmm. small probably really bomber it almost costs the exact same as fat tire yeah i yeah. think they're realizing that that no one actually cares that much about Fat Tire anymore. Mm. They're down to try something weird. Yeah, and push it. And that's their problem. They're like a dollar difference. Yeah. So no one's really that enticed to go here. No. It's either like you get Bud Light or you get like the super craft stuff. All the stuff in the middle, I feel like is struggling. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. And it's like either go like, and the, and the signals of craft beer are in this point, just sometimes design at this oh, point, like the difference between like right. a regular beer and a craft beer. Yeah. It's like, it's just how it looks. Yeah. And so it's like in, in that way, flat tire was kind of caught in the middle. Cause it was mm -hmm. like, it's a craft beer that looks kind of like a mainstream mass market beer. And so they definitely pushed into the craftness. And yeah. again, they got I think the you right gotta people. Choose a lane. Like they got, you know, land is in yeah. the studio. Like I've been on this website. Uh, so many times because it's a it's it's a really incredible st distinct style like when you look at something you're like that's done by them you can tell you know that's in the details and the craftsmanship and i think this listen i think this is a, uh, it's an interesting move and i I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out and i agree with pete like your your assessment like without the backstory without all the sort of like blindly just people walking into a store looking at old design new design i imagine this design's more appealing for people yeah. and i would say that most two iconic assets that the brand has are the bike and the name so yeah sure. i mean it's there it's just like for those. me i just i it, it could that word in fat tire there could say anything like you mm -hmm. know what i mean it just doesn't no, definitely. it doesn't yeah. to me i don't see that like oh a rebrand of fat tire i see just like a totally new beer that has the same name but to to the point that's what it is it's so. not what a rebrand is yeah, but I think it's like, you know, we talk about revolution or evolution, you know, this feels like a complete revolution, like it might as well just be called something else. Like it's just a totally different beer. But yeah. I think if you're, you know, if it was a new beer, I think it's more fun. I think if it was a new beer, right, and it had a different name, then I don't know if people would be talking about it. True. Sure. True is. So, Facts. So they kept the name. Um, do we want to squeeze this last story in? What do you think? Let's do it. Philadelphia cream cheese. One of the, To be honest. One of the brands has been sneakily, if that's a word, mm -hmm. I don't think it is. I think it is. Um, I'll allow it. They've been 
on the pod, they've been getting a lot of pod love. They have. So I just want to say a quick shout out mm. to the Philadelphia brand team, design team, whoever's over there. Give a shout out to the whole city. Yeah, yeah. give it the whole, this is the whole city of Philadelphia. Are they doing a schmear campaign? Um, they're doing a schmear <laughs> campaign. We've been talking about them a bunch. They've done a couple of big, like, sticky, you know, brand launches. And so um, apparently Nike has been um has a new dunk low inspired by montreal's bagels which i'm gonna call red flag there i'm gonna i'm gonna flag on the play montreal's renowned bagels Mm -mm. Hmm. people (laughs) people say they're famous they're famous i think if you ask a bagel expert uh, i think we've got one on staff kieran yeah he he, he, yeah but he's like half canadian dude they they boil the bagels in uh, honey water which Mm. is interesting to me Mm. to be fair it does sound Mm. delicious it sounds nice so apparently so nike has a new bagel uh nike dunk coming out that has sesame seeds on it it looks pretty cool um i like it as a bagel as a bagel enthusiast (laughs) as a bagel Um, head as a bagel head i do like them i don't know if i'd buy them but i uh, but i can appreciate them so they have a new nike coming out and so philadelphia cream cheese i guess they've like kind of just like jumped on the wave and they put out a pair of Philadelphia cream cheese socks that I can only describe as sort of looking like they have a schmear on them. Like too realistic? They have a realistic all-over print schmear, which in the mock-up looks particularly bizarre. It kind of looks like- very mock-up-y. Yeah. Yep. It looks like you're- They look like they smashed the multiply layer on they, top of the I sock. think they did. I yeah. think they did. So hand up. I'm not even sure these are real at all. I need to see the real this ones. This could be concept. But They're the, pretty cheap. We should order some. Yeah, yeah straight up. Uh, it's $10.99 for a trio of socks. They Oof. have three. They have the original strawberry and chive and onion. So I do want to see the- $10.99 for three socks? Yeah. That's pretty good. I want to see the- the the. Uh, I want to see the 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 actual socks and the flavors of socks. But so long yeah. story short, Philadelphia has socks that look like cream cheese is smeared all over your legs. Schmear. <laughs> Schmear. So we'll see. I, I guess I'm, I'm confused- um, exactly what these are going to look like in real life, but I just think Philadelphia has been doing some weird and outside the box things, and uh, it's wild how they're still the best cream cheese. Nothing comes close. It's crazy. Oh yeah, cream cheese. Yeah, guys. No. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Yeah. goaded. Go- well, I don't know. Great value is pretty good too. So yeah, yeah so people are oh, lining up for these Nike bagel dunks, which I kind uh, of see why. Yeah, I think they're they bagel, bagels are good. People like bagels and people like Nikes. And in, so in general, I'm cool with separating things we eat from things we wear. Yeah. Mm. Mom, I'm can cool you pick me up? Kinda... I'm at the uh, intersection of bagels and Nike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's like a section of like streetwear these days. It's like, what about the edible stuff? Yeah. And I'm just like, no, let's not. <sighs> it's hard to say this in a Virgil Alba sweatshirt, but I think streetwear <laughs> is uh, you know, it's 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 on its last legs. Yeah. Um it's just you know, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's and I think I, part of it is because brands like Philadelphia and you know this type of stuff is uh, there's only so many of these. Yeah, you could do yeah. these these type of things without it starting to you know kind of jump the shark. But listen, give Philadelphia its love. Yeah, you sponsor the pod. Yeah, sponsor the yeah. pod. Send us some socks. Send and us some cheese. fucking socks. Well, buy the socks. Just send us some schmear. Yeah. Um, and that's the program. Thank you, Pete, for joining us. Hey, thanks um, for having me. It was it's a pleasure. W- Kevin, I hope you heal up soon. Oh, I will. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, it's something we're going to do on the pod. We're going to have more uh, people from the studio on the pod. Pete has been uh, a great guest, and he's been on the show a couple times. So I think he's uh, been an honor. Re- most reoccurring guest. Wow. Is frequent. Is this wow. the three Pete? Is this, this, is, this is number this three. This is the three Pete. Wow, three Pete. Wow. wow, that's the episode name right there. Boom. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a way to better. Came at the end. And on the way. Three Pete for Pete Freeman. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Big we'll love. see um, how Kevin's eye heals, and uh, we'll see... Uh, We'll see how the uh, internet uh, responds to the Eminem uh, wolkification. Yeah, we'll probably we'll probably pick it back up next week. Yeah, something tells me there'll be more to talk about. Probably. But um, toodaloo, my darling. Great, thank you. Peace. Sharon, it's past 10, I'll be 
say, baby, why you hating? Why you wanna drink my liquor? But I ain't even tripping. Earth, please pass me a swisher. Smoking dope till I get hiccup. I think I need a pickup. So wanna pick me up? Cause these pills got me real higher. But these hoes mad. Hoes mad. I think I fucked up best friend. A cousin. I got these bitches staring. They fighting. They texting me some weird shit. Up in that pocket rush, bitch think fast. I can't go. Yes, I gotta keep it on me, bitch. I'm going out like Tony. I heard these bitches sneaking, try to get me back my lonely. I'm a dumb bitch, not a dummy. I'm all about some money. And what the fuck, the liquor drinking hit me to I'm stummies. But whole time, whole time, I'm flexing hard like Buster Rams. You work the damn. I'm all about my peso, yeah, yo. Me all man. Yo, bitch, she on my other line. Fresh Doug Clan. Hoes mad. Hoes mad. Hoes mad. Hoes mad. Hoes mad. Hoes mad.